Welcome to Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Tatel has joined the growing list of oil companies predicting peak oil demand within a decade. In its latest energy outlook, the French major said it expected consumption to peak in 2030 and then decline. This moment could come sooner, though, depending on the pace of decarbonisation efforts globally. But Total sees a much stronger outlook for gas, predicting that demand will continue growing until at least 2040. Faced with a weak outlook for oil, Total wants to build up its renewables and gas operations. It wants to double its annual LNG sales to 70 million tonnes per year by 2030. While there is currently an LNG supply glut, Total sees the market tightening as early as 2030, coinciding with the launch of three projects that it is involved in. That is Yamo LNG in Russia, Mozambique LNG and a seventh train at Nigeria LNG. Though acquisitions are being considered, Total says they will not be necessary for the company to reach its growth targets. Total also wants to make its gas cleaner by developing its biogas and hydrogen business. Its energy outlook envisages green gases accounting for between 8 and 25% of global gas supply by 2050. Meanwhile, Shell has announced it plans to make between 2 and $2.5 billion in annual cost savings by 2022 by streamlining its business. In addition to the 3 to $4 billion in cuts it announced earlier this year after the coronavirus crisis began. The measures will involve 7,000 to 9,000 job cuts, meaning as much as 11% of its workforce could be dropped. Shell says tighter cost control is necessary to prepare the company for investing in renewables and other clean energy technologies to reach its net zero goal by 2050. Like Tatel, it is looking to expand in LNG while also downsizing its oil refining business. Over to Russia, state shipping giant Sovkomflot is closing in on an initial public offering in Moscow later this month. The government is planning to list up to 17% of the company, potentially raising up to $580 million. Sovkomflot owns nearly uh, 150 tankers, dry cargo ships and other vessels, including 15 LNG carriers. It serves a vital role in in delivering Russian oil and gas to from remote fields to markets. Its initial public offering has been discussed for decades, but this time the offering looks set to finally materialize. In Saudi Arabia, national oil company Saudi Aramco has shipped the world's first trial cargo of blue ammonia to Japan, as it aspires to become a major exporter of clean fuel. Gas was used to produce hydrogen in Saudi Arabia and then combined with nitrogen to produce the ammonia. Carbon emissions from the process were captured and put to use in industry. The ammonia will be used in Japanese power generation. Saudi Aramco is keen to develop alternative exports to oil and gas to strengthen the Saudi economy, and Japan believes ammonia could be used to generate 10% of its electricity in the future. In Norway, six oil and gas fields were shut down on October 5th after the Ladonia Labour Union followed through on its threat to expand its strike over wage talks. Prior to closure, the fields were were producing 330,000 barrels of oil equivalent per day. Workers also downed tools at the giant Johan Sverdrup oil project on September 30th, although output is thus far unaffected. Equinor has also launched a probe into a serious fire that occurred at its Hammerfest LNG plant in Norway's far north. The fire did not lead to any injuries, but the LNG terminal remains offline until further notice. Norwegian safety authorities and the police are also looking into the incident. A week before the fire, Authorities inspected the plant and found some issues flagged up in previous audits had not been properly addressed by Equinor. 
Finally, Qatar Petroleum has awarded Baker Hughes a contract for the Qatar North East expansion plan, which will raise Qatar's LNG capacity from 77 to 110 million tonnes per year. Baker Hughes will supply 12 gas turbines and 24 centrifugal compressors. It did not say how much the contract was worth, but hailed it as one of the largest LNG deals for the company in the last five years. This has been Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Thank you and see you next time.